Moncrief on News Talk. Now, choirs are a bit of a thing at the moment. You might fancy it, but you don't have the time to learn the lyrics. And there might be the small issue of not being able to sing. The sing-along social, then, is for you. It's a commitment-free choir. No lyrics to learn, no practice. And if you haven't a note in your head, they don't mind. They might even give you a prize for it. Aoife McElwain is the founder. Good afternoon, Aoife. Hello, John. How are you? Not too bad. Can you sing, Aoife? I cannot sing at all. I, but I do love to sing. I, um, I love to sing uh, especially cheesy pop songs at the top of my lungs um, in the company of friends and strangers. But uh, basically, I have a little bit of shyness around singing in my own serious voice. Um, so uh, that had kind of stopped me from maybe performing or from joining a choir. So about eight years ago, I started this sing-along social kind of by accident, yeah. um, which has given me a platform to access the joy of singing without any of the uh, performance anxiety. And so when, when it, especially for people who maybe are coming along for the first time, how, yeah. you know, what's the process for them? And, and you know, to, to, obviously you want to diminish their discomfort as much as possible. Uh, yeah. How do you kind of, you know, G everyone along kind of thing? <laughs> okay, well, that is a great question. So the sing-along social, a choir is probably a little bit misleading. We're not even as organized as that. It's basically more like a chaotic singing party for people who cannot sing. So what we do is we we have um, events that take place nationwide and we we travel abroad as well. We have done over the last eight years. Um, and we might pick a theme. We might pick an album. The theme could be Britney versus Beyonce. It might be a Christmas theme with Mariah versus George Michael or maybe Fleetwood Mac versus ABBA. And all we do is we get people in a room and we press play and we see what happens. So it's incredible to us when we um, sort of unleash the power of cheesy pop music, how it can just get people carried away um, until they don't even, even the shyest person in the room might find themselves caterwauling along um, at the top of their lungs. I suppose another way that we help people do that is my job title, my official job title is I'm a crack mechanic. So, uh, and there's a team of us. There's um, 24 crack mechanics who work in Ireland now. And we basically help people feel uh, comfortable in being silly. And we do that by animating the songs. Uh, we bring them to life by maybe we build props uh, or we sometimes have giant uh, celebrity heads, uh, say Whitney Houston, you know, um, she's always a very encouraging face to see in a crowd. So those kind of little um, fun things make, I think, our audience feel very comfortable and they know that um, it's really what we're aiming to do for them is to give them a space to sing, to dance, but I really know we've done our job when I see people laughing on the dance floor. That's that's the special spot for me. Yeah, um, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, so you're yeah you're, you're playing <laughs> the songs by the original artists that people are singing along okay. to. Yeah, yeah, or, exactly. Yeah. So, if you kind of you can kind of imagine, I'm not sure if if uh, if if you've done this in a while, Sean, but maybe think about kind of you're at a house party with all your closest friends, and it's two a.m. And someone puts on uh, Mamma Mia by ABBA and everyone goes bananas. Uh, that's kind of like what our, what our gigs are like, just in, uh, in different venues around, around the country. Mm. So for, for this Christmas, we'll be in the Sugar Club. 
uh, in Dublin next week. Uh, next week, uh, those so, those shows are sold out, and we have a gig in uh, Lep and Connolly's on the 17th of December and we'll be in uh, Dolan's of Limerick on the 21st of December and we've also got a sold out show in the Roisin Dove on 16th of December and all of our proceeds from these Christmas gigs uh, we're donating them to Medicine Sans Frontiers just to support their work in Gaza and just with those ticket sales alone um, our audience has enabled us to donate um, just over 5,000 euro is what the what we'll be donating um, and I suppose that's something that uh, feels important to us with with these with these gigs as well there's often um, a cause that we like to support whether it's um, something like MSF and to support the incredible work they're doing um, but also it's a chance for people to have fun to life and the world is a very serious place so it is a really beautiful opportunity for us to get to create a space where people can get together, be in a communal space that is silly and safe and yeah. um, doesn't take itself too seriously. Yeah. Now, the, the example you gave of being at a house party at two o'clock in the morning and everyone starts <laughs> drinking Mamma Mia, there may have been one or two sweet sherries consumed at that point. Uh, are, are there drink evo- is drink involved in, in your events? There, there, there can be. I mean, it's a, uh, it's, it's actually we typically, um, we typically have a booze light uh, event. So we usually do it. Basically, if you're very welcome to partake, if if that's what you wish. Um, so, uh, but typically our events are kind of early. They're from sort of seven to eleven p.m. And when we do music festivals, which we do a lot in the summertime, the electric picnic all together now. Another love story. Uh, we love being uh, popping up a little earlier in the day, maybe around 3, 4, 5 p.m. Because it's uh, easier for us to connect with people than um, as an audience. But also we hope that it sends them off and sets them up um, for a very happy and wholesome vibe for the rest of the day. So, um, but yes, there's typically a party, but we 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 tend to uh, send people home singing at around midnight. That's yeah. usually what, where we're at. And do you put up the lyrics on a screen or, or do people just go la 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 when they don't know the words? <laughs> so that's a, that's a great question. Um, in the early days, so this uh, the sing along social started when uh, back in 2015. I wanted to have some friends over to my house for brunch to listen to Alanis Morissette's album "Jagged Little Pill." It was the 20th anniversary, one of my favorite albums of all time. But the guest list got a little bit big, so I rang a friend uh, who was working with Body Tonic Pubs at the time, um, and he said, "Yeah, but let's do it in the pub here at MVP in Dublin 8." And he said, why don't you put it up on Facebook? And within a day, like a thousand people wanted to come. So it was a complete surprise. I created it by accident. And I basically said, okay, I'm going to keep doing this until it isn't fun anymore. So that's eight years ago now. uh, And now we've done at least, I mean, at least 700 gigs, I would say. I have a team of 24 people. And But one thing I did learn is that in the early days, I did put uh, lyrics up on the screen but actually, what what happens is that people started to look at the words on the screen instead of singing the the songs into each other's faces, which is what we were kind of going for. Oh. And basically, the idea is that it doesn't know if you it does not matter if you don't know the words. 
It doesn't matter if you can't sing. It doesn't, there's no practice. It's just turning up. And even if you're singing, you know, my love has got no money. He's got his tumblo. You know, nobody knows the words to that song. Yes. But it is, it is electrifyingly amazing crack every time. Like, it's not about perfection. It's not about um, getting it right. It's about being together and just having a giant a giant, a giant lull, yeah. if possible. And do you, do you actually give out a prize to the worst singers? A hundred percent. We take that. That's the only bit we take very seriously. Um, so we always have medals and prizes for um, people who are terrible singers, but also who are maybe who get even despite their lack of talent, despite their lack of singing ability, if they get up on stage with us and you know embody the spirit of Celine Dion, for example then they're getting a medal or even a bigger prize if, if, if we have something to hand. For example, uh, maybe a cloak, uh, a Celine Dion red cape is, is something that we've given away before. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I want to just read you out one text from my listeners just to uh, demonstrate how you're the exact opposite of, of the experience that uh, uh, Pete has. Pete said, over 30 years ago, I was in the school choir when I was in second class. The teacher was walking up and down listening to us and then stopped at me and told me, from now on, you mime. Suffice to say, I quickly left the choir. A few months ago, she showed up at my father's funeral, looked at me and said, ah, yes, the one who can't sing. I'm sorry for your loss. Could you imagine? Wow. Wow. What a horrible woman. Pete, I'm very, uh, if you're still listening you are welcome at the sing along social anytime. And, it's, you know, I hope that Brittany, Beyonce, Shania, Mariah, Whitney might be able to put, put that um, difficult experience behind you. And because, you know, really singing is, is, can be for everybody. And um, yeah, I think, I think Pete's not alone there in that kind of story. We hear that a lot. And mm. um, like I said, there's a lot of, um, emphasis in our world on perfection, on being the best at things, at you know being super productive, being amazing at everything. But it's actually okay to just be kind of average at stuff. Yeah. And you don't have to be. You don't have to be good at something to enjoy it. And doing it for and the actually, sake of it because you enjoy it rather than yeah, yeah. winning a competition and, uh, or anything. I think you you wrote a piece recently, Sean, about hobbies and. Um, and I know that maybe you're not so certain about about hobbies or or what they what they might um, mean for people. And, and I've kind of been similar. A lot of my I don't really have hobbies. I have passions, and then they turn into businesses, which is something I'm working on. But I think this is something that is maybe the sing along social is somewhere in the middle. There, it's not it's not really it's it's very little commitment. There's no you don't have to buy any materials. You don't have to mm. you don't need any equipment. You don't need any, um, you don't need any special talent or gift, just, just, a, an open mind. And, um, you know, as I said, a, a deep respect for the Holy Trinity of Whitney, Shania and Mariah. So, yeah. Aoife, thanks a million for speaking with us today. Uh, Aoife McElwain there is a crack mechanic. Moncrief, weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.